Broadcasting from the confines of an abandoned radio station in the secluded apartment building of high strangeness. From the foothills of the Colorado Rockies, it's time for full disclosure of the topics they told us were off limits. Hello there. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yep, still going strong. I'm Connie Willis. This is Coast to Coast AM. Tonight, the gifts continue. How about the gift of knowledge and truth? So tonight, the gift of miraculous healings, also deathbed confession. Time now to turn off the lights and join me for another interesting evening of conversation, much-needed education, and the chance that we might get a little closer to the truth of what lurks amongst us and what is beyond. I'm Connie Willis. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. This is Coast to Coast AM. You're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Hello there. Connie Willis back at you from last night. I think that's an okay phrase to say, isn't it? I'm sure I'll get some letters on that. Had a great time with you last night with Christmas Eve. Santa was busy and just, man, I tell you, interesting that I noticed that he slowed down around the waters and around the Rockies. I get it. I get it. But uh, he got everything done and I hope he made you happy. Tonight, it's still Christmas, and a lot of people are still celebrating at other relatives and other friends' homes. There's so many families that have added families to them, and so the Christmas parties continue and gatherings for quite a while, actually. I'm amazed at some people getting together in January for their Christmases, some way before that and some way after that. So I hope you have a good one. I'm Connie Willis. If you would like to find me outside of Coast to Coast AM, you can do that at ConnieWillis.com. I have a few shows, and they're a lot of fun. Live streaming, interactive. Blue Rock Talk is my video show where we take you to live investigations of creepy hotspots. We also talk about Bigfoot Friday. We have that. We have Far Out Thursday. And then Connie After Dark is a live streaming show that is a virtual bar. You can have a drink with me or uh, like Daryl Sims and I, we we do like our milk on the rocks. And so it doesn't matter what you have. It's okay either way. You're always right there at home and what happens there stays there. Also, my podcast. Here you go. Here's the free one. The others are paid memberships. Connie Willis, the podcast. New and just Thank you so much for your support. I mean, really, thank you so much. It's doing very well, and I appreciate that. In fact, the series that we're doing right now is the deathbed confession that you're going to be talking about, uh, that we're going to be talking with Robert Treat tonight as our later guest. So comes full circle. You can go all over the place. And I appreciate that you are with me and you support me everywhere that I am. Thank you so much. So if you want to learn more or just join the email list, go to ConnieWillis.com, ConnieWillis.com. Where's Willis? That's where she is. I need I need to get that recorded from George Noridona. That would be cute to just throw that in from time to time. So again, we'll be having some Christmas music for you tonight. No Santa updates. And, you know, I, as far as I know, he's sitting next to the fire with his feet propped up and he's out like a light. But we have some incredible guests tonight and we're going to get started with that. Jerry Wills is our first guest. 
And I've known Jerry for quite a while. In fact, he's come here on Coast to Coast several times. And and if I remember correctly, when he came on, he came on pretty soon after it the next time. <laughs> he's, he's a really good guy. He's um, been traveling and doing some... I don't know. I'm looking forward to hearing it, but I know he, he, he's been traveling around and doing his reports and talking about what he talks about and doing his thing. And I think now he's back home for a while. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll learn that as we talk to him and get caught up. But if you remember Jerry, he's a lot of things, but the one thing I guess really tonight that we're going to focus on is, is being a healer. He's from Kentucky as I am He's began, he's got an extraordinary life where he was abandoned near a military base as a baby. And as he grew up, he discovered healing and intuitive abilities that would attract attention from organized religion and other worldly beings. And it took a near fatal accident, complete with near death experience and a miraculous healing to finally set him upon the path to fulfill his destiny. He's going to talk about that tonight. He's going to talk about some of the things that he's done. And we'll also talk about how you can be a part of that. And to me, it's important to know the gift of healing. Somebody like Jerry, and we'll ask him about this too. They have courses. They have classes. They also have healings. So a lot of us think of ourselves at that point, like, I need some healing. I need this. I need that. Or maybe you might tell a friend of yours, oh my gosh, this guy's incredible. That's who you need to go see or talk to. Now, keep keep in mind, this is also work. I mean, we all got to eat, right? So there is a payment involved. You got to remember that this is the time of giving. And sometimes the gift is to give somebody else the gift of healing. If you know somebody not feeling well, you know, do the old, uh, hey, Merry Christmas. Boom, go get yourself taken care of. Because a lot of people... You either take care of yourself or you don't. So you need someone else to do that. So if you have a friend like that, I know we all do. Just think about that. I'm just giving you a suggestion because I know that some really incredible things have happened with Jerry Will. So let's bring on the man. How you doing there, Jerry Wills? It's Connie Willis here on Coast to Coast AM. I've, I've missed you. I haven't talked to you in a while. It has been a while. How are you, Connie? I'm hanging in. It's Christmas Day. Um, it's weird. It doesn't really feel like, I don't know. I don't know why it just kind of snuck up on me and I don't know. It's just one of those things. How about you? Is it, are you feeling the Christmas? Are you, I mean, I do, don't get me wrong, but it's just all of a sudden it's over. It's like time is flying so fast. Yeah, I know it is for us as well. And like you were saying earlier, we, we have been traveling a little here and there, not as much as we would like to. And yeah, we're we're back to our landing spot. Most people don't know that about three years ago, <clears throat> we emptied out the house, put everything in storage, bought a 40-foot diesel pusher made by Tiffin called the Phaeton. And the idea was to um, get on the road and kind of do you know, some of the same things you're doing. You know, I have a show, too. And we were going to go investigate hot spots, go do some investigation of ancient sites. We had a whole program figured out, places to go, things to do. And just like the best laid plans of mice and men, 
uh, what might have been really is where it ends up uh, because of the um, uh, the situation with COVID and then you know taking this this thing around it's rather expensive for fuel it wasn't oh yeah what expensive. is it a class a yeah it is it's 40 oh. class a Oof. it's like a one-bedroom apartment it's huge it I is but it broadcast. takes the gas <laughs> yeah i've got my broadcast studio set up in here and you know this is the home for now and uh the gas yeah you, know, you get about I don't know. It depends which way the wind's blowing. But you can get six, seven, eight miles per gallon. Oh, man. Which isn't too bad for something that's 36,000 pounds. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then, of course, towing the Jeep behind us. Wow. Um, so, yeah, when it was like $3.18 a gallon, we thought that was a bit pricey, but it wasn't too bad. But now it's you know between 5 and 6 a gallon, uh, at least around here. And that really kind of gives you a pinch. <clears throat> do you, do you want to go 2,000 miles? Do the math. You'll discover very quickly that it's a bit pricey. Yikes, yikes, so, yikes. And when he says we, he's talking about his wife, Kathy. Uh, that's who he's talking about. And if you want to go to his website to see him and his works and what he and Kathy have done, what they're doing, where they've been, and it gives all the other sites as well, go to jerrywills.com, jerrywills.com. He's got other websites and places to go. But I think if you just go to jerrywills.com, you'll kind of be able to go everywhere, I hope. So um yeah it's uh, um, it's pretty easy there. Jerrywillshow.com is the other one. Um you know two totally different approaches to life on there. Uh the jerrywills.com is really dedicated to helping people uh for the healing um services that I that I offer. And there, you know there's a lot of material on there. And the Jerry Wills show of course it's it's kind of like what we're doing now and, and what you do aside from coast to coast, you know, um, doing shows. We should do a show together sometime. It'd be kind of a hoot, wouldn't it? Yeah, we did stuff a long, long, long time ago. And that's and what was great was you and I were <laughs> we were doing a lot of the tech stuff together. You had Wirecast. I had Wirecast. We would talk about, oh, I got a new edition. And, and did you fix this one? Did you get the latest update? And that uh, it's always great to have someone else that's uh, on the same platforms as you, so that you can call them up and say, "Hey, this messed up on me. Do you know how to fix yeah. this?" Or it matters. It does. You know, it makes a big difference. You know, when when you're your friends and you have the same kind of things going on. You know, I'm using digital, uh, a lot of digital technology on my end. I don't have much in the way of outboard hardware, but uh, it's because of size. You know, size and space considerations. I mean, like I said, I've got the broadcast studio right here in the Phaeton, and it can't be that big. Yeah. So I've really Have had you, to um, learn to, to shrink things. With with you traveling around, because I know when I do my creepy hotspots in the middle of nowhere, um, I haven't got – I've gotten to use it once when I rented a vehicle, but it was the mobile Starlink Elon stuff. Have you done the Starlink yet, or are you going to get that? No, we have it. Um, I got How's it predominantly, it so I could do a broadcast from the uh, you know the uh, extraterrestrial highway in Nevada. We haven't gone mm -hmm. back up there since I got it, 
It works pretty well, but for bandwidth, we're looking at needing a minimum of 10, 10 megabytes up for band, bandwidth for, for broadcasting video and audio. And it's, it's running around six or seven, so it isn't really that good. Mm. But, you know, it's still somewhat doable. And I, I really like the Starlink. You know, the download speeds are crazy fast. And once in a while, depends on where you're at, the upload speeds can actually be quite nice. Uh, we've been in a few places where we've used it, and it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I. Uh, it was fun to get to use it because I was in a place where th- there's no other way I would have done anything. So I'm excited about it. And Elon, come on, you got to enjoy Coast to Coast AM. So if you're out there, I'm here for you, baby. I'll, I'll, I'm here for you. Yeah, I love that. I message to him. I just say, hey, you know, bump <laughs> up that speed about another four or five megabits per second, and we're in business, man. It's coming. Just give it another week. You know how technology is now. Now, a long time when I met you, and after being introduced to you, and and I I think it was uh, a phone call. I don't remember if we were on the phone or you did it when we got off the phone. I think you did it afterwards. And I had asked you, um, I've got this gift, Joe McMonagle, the remote viewer that was with Project Stargate and all that. He had told me, I, well, I had told him, I said, you know what? I can tell when people, when people view me, I can feel it. I can feel it. And when people do it, each person has a different personality, you know, kind of like a different personality. It's a different feel. And I know when somebody's looking inside my mind, which is crazy. And I told that to Joe McMonagle, and he said, Connie, you're not going to believe this, but that's a gift. I'm like, no, I want other gifts. I want to be able to do things like you do, you know? And and he said, well, that's a gift. And I, when I say you do, I'm talking about you, Jerry. I wish I could view people like I can feel people view me. Now, I, I guess I had gotten off the phone with you. I felt this. And then the next time I talked to you or you did it while we were on the phone, I don't remember. But I remember knowing it was you and you were viewing me. And I said something to you the next time. And you said, <laughs> I remember, I guess it must have been later because I gave you a time. I was like, you were viewing me yesterday at 2.15. <laughs> and you said, yes, I was. I don't know if you remember that, but I remember oh, that. Goodness. Do you? And, and it was, what was really nice was you had a good feeling. There have been people that have viewed me and it's like, Oh, get out of my head. You know, it was like, yuck, but you, it it felt really good. Very nice, very powerful. I mean, you were consistent. You weren't barely in there. You were there, you were connected. And uh, I appreciate without hesitation. You said, Oh yeah, I was, I was there. I was like, what did you see? Tell me about that. That is an ability that is absolutely incredible. I don't know that you can teach that. I think that might just be natural. But you tell me. And also tell me, what do you see in there when you do that? Well, it really depends on what it is I'm trying to accomplish. If I'm working on someone who has something wrong with them, you know, the first thing that I'm going to feel is going to be, have to do with, um, you know, their emotional state. You know, one of the, the, the prime directives for any healer is to bring peace. Nothing can occur until you can bring some measure of peace. So you have to know whether this has happened or not and where the person is at. So the first thing I do is try to find that out. And, of course, I, I do it 
as a result of the person I'm working with knowing that I'm going to be doing something. You know, in your case, we're friends, and we had some some bit of a conversation about this, and yeah, I took a look because you said it was fine if I wanted to. So, you know, it's always done with permission. It isn't something it's just arbitrary voyeurism. But um, oh man, I'd be today. checking people out all the time. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something that before I got a handle on how to how to manage this. I would shake a person's hand, and I'd see all kinds of things about them. Ooh. Just touching them, I'd I'd just see all kinds of things. Wow! I'd brush against a person, and I'd know all kinds of things. And, oh, and that is a type of psychic voyeur voyeurism that um, you know it sounds maybe interesting in some regard, uh, but if you can imagine how disturbing that is to not know that it's going to happen and then it does it's, it's mm. quite disorienting and disarming you just get a blast of visuals of of their life or something like that oh yeah yeah exactly right you know mm. it would always be much more powerful when we would get back from um one of our trips like down to the amazon or up the mountains in the andes kathy and i we would go looking for lost cities. We spent a lot of time in South America. And away from our culture and in these really remote places that are quite pristine, the energy is amazing. Um, your mind is allowed to drop a lot of the inhibitions that, you know, little walls we put up to keep ourselves isolated from everything else around us in, in this version of of our society so getting back from there oh my god you know my field was out 15 15 to 50 feet it just <laughs> it didn't really really oh my god yeah it was just way out there <laughs> and i would be picking up this and picking up that and feeling these person's feelings and hearing this person thinking and you know there were quite a few times that it was just so I don't know. It it just sort of messes with you. And and I had to get to a point to where I could just shut it off because mm. I really, it's hard to deal with. If, if you're ready for it, sure. But if you're not ready for it, nah, that's not the sort of thing you want to be walking around with because it's like having on x-ray glasses all the time and, you know, seeing this person's bones and that person's underwear. It, it's like, <laughs> need to see this <laughs> and you can't unsee it <laughs> yeah you don't really forget it <clears throat> so now i i key it on whenever i'm working with someone and what do i see well it just depends you know uh, i get an emotional hit i get um a sense of their physicality and if i'm working on someone with oh i don't know let's just say they got like this guy a couple of days ago in the UK, um, really nice fellow. He's become a friend, worked with him many times, um, a problem in his back. And so I took a look, I saw the problem and I started seeing bones and tissue and nerves and all of that. And I was able to make some I don't know, what would you say? It's not really adjustments. It's it's corrections, I suppose. Hmm. 
And in, in doing that, uh, the pain just went away for him. And, um, you know, the idea for me is when I'm doing this, I mean, if it's life and death, then sure, I want to, I want to try to push the boundaries of, of all of this to try to help a person. But in his case, it wasn't life or death. And We are talking with Jerry Wills. We're going to come back and, and let him finish that story. But jerrywills.com, that's where you can find him, jerrywills.com. Also, jerrywillsshow.com. And it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. More Christmas music to come. You can hear it right now. Stay with us. Connie Claus here on Coast to Coast AM. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Claus here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And to all my friends out in the UK, happy Christmas. I always thought that was, why do they say happy Christmas? <laughs> they just they just do. So all my friends out in the UK, I, I say happy Christmas to them. They say Merry Christmas to me. And it's always a little bit of a like, oh, it's a little like, oh. It's not as natural, but but we get it out, and then we laugh and just think it's funny. It's just the way it is. All this great Christmas stuff that has been happening, even though it's it's come quick to me, and it seems to be quickly just heading on to the new year, there was a memory that somebody brought up to me, and I think a lot of people go through, you know, they, they have these memories and from past traditions and things that happen when, you know, it's Christmas, right? So... And this is silly, but I just want to say it. Um, I remember that when we would go to the midnight service, and uh, then then we'd come back, and Santa will have been there. I, I still don't even understand this. I'm just saying it. But I remember that I always had to wear a dress, and I was a little tomboy, and I didn't want to wear a dress. I didn't like dolls, and I still don't. They're creepy. But uh, I didn't like wearing dresses back then. I was like, no, I'm, you know, I, I, it was cold. <laughs> but there was only one I would wear, and it had little Winnie the Poohs on them. And if you saw me in a dress ever, it was the same one. So I guess some people thought, man, that little that little girl, she needs some, some other clothes. But I would only wear the, the Winnie the Pooh dress. And I just remember walking around, and I'd say, Winnie the Pooh, I love you. Winnie the Pooh, I love you, and Piglet too. Anyway, just one of those memories that just come to mind. We have Jerry Wills, one of my friends, and someone very special, absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, mainly, you know, he's a Kentucky, and he started right, just like me. You can find him at jerrywills.com or the jerrywillsshow.com. Healer, teacher, miracle baby, classes, courses, and he's gone through some other neat little things. But before we had finished talking to them on the last segment, because I want to get the answer to this. I want to go back to the story he was telling. But also, Jerry, I want to ask again, as you finish the story, I I think you might have had a little bit more to it. But I want to also get back into when you do, you know, look into somebody and and I don't know if there's a difference between walking by somebody and it just coming to you as opposed to focusing, looking into someone's mind, you know, how how that happened, what what you see when you do that. And is it different if somebody passes you by as opposed to you looking in? Um, yeah, it is. I mean, when it's just uh, an arbitrary thing that occurs, 
it, it's a bit of a, a start, you know, it, it, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, you, you stumble a little bit when it occurs because you, <laughs> I do anyway, because I'm just not ready for it. <laughs> what <When> the? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when I'm looking inside of a person with an intention to do so, it depends on what I'm looking for. Um, what do I see? Well, it's not just seeing, it's also feeling. But with permission given, you know, I take a look and see what's inside and uh, learn. I, I do, learn about the person. Do you like see flashes of the person swimming that day or or that they have horses? Is that what you get images like that? No, those are kind of arbitrary and superficial things. I'm I'm looking more deeply than that into what makes them who they are. Why are they this person? Are they a good person? Um, you know, it's it's kind of a value assessment that isn't a judgment at all, but it is an assessment so I know who I'm dealing with and, and what the dynamics are in this person. Uh, because in order really to help someone, knowing more about them helps you to do that. Mm. So, you know, it isn't really just seeing things. It's, it's in a, a very hard to explain way, it's knowing things and feeling, you know, emotionally feeling things. And then, of course, there's always going to be that element where there are flashes of insight, you know, if, if I really focus and I try to go deeper and deeper, you know, I might start seeing elements of their life that are whizzing by me. There have been times when I've worked on people and I started seeing, you know, trees or bushes or a lake or something like this, you know. And I'll ask them, um, where are you from? Because I'm seeing this. And then they'll tell me where they're from, and yeah, we live near that lake, and there was this weeping willow tree, and da 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 da, da. and it, you know, it just sort of validated it to me is all. I try not to do it um, so that I'm, you know, tr it's kind of like party tricks. I, I really don't like that at all. Uh, I think it is I, so I, cool. <laughs> I think it is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and you know, I did. I I thought it was pretty amazing too for so many years. But what caused me to, of course, it's obvious what caused me to really throttle it back. But then when I mentioned the party tricks thing, what happens there is that when another person can't do it, that insinuates that you are more special than they are in some capacity. That that you're you're. I don't know how you would explain it, but you're just you're different enough to where you are beyond what that person is. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And and when that happens, that makes you something um it, it makes you a person that could very easily become egotistical. To where You could, but did you? No, I didn't. And yeah, that's I didn't think so. I, that's why I quit doing it because mm. I, I wanted to teach people and, and instill the idea in the folks that I work with and, and that I do these things with. I wanted to instill the idea in them that they are special, that they have the capacity to do this. 
hmm. that I'm not I'm not special because it's happening and, and I'm I'm doing it. I'm not that special. You're special too, and that's really important to me. That the folks that I work with know how special they are because a lot of times that gets lost, you know, in their lives and their relationships yeah. and so forth. And to just let another person know that they're special. And just because you're doing these crazy things that no one else they've ever seen has ever been able to do before. <laughs> um, There's that Jerry guy again. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't mean that they're not equally special in their own capacity like you. Oh, you know, sure. I mean, with your ability to feel when someone is, is tuning in and vibing into you, there's a reason that's there, and I don't know what it is. Mm. But you're you're you are also very special, and just because you don't know what the handle on this particular gift is, I mean, that's something you'll have to find out. But the fact that you've got something really special like that is so important for you to know, because it really sets you apart from every other person in the world. Yeah, it's like he had said to me, uh, "Hey, that's a gift. You you don't you don't think it is, but it is one." And it, golly, when when you know what's going on, and it happens, you know, often you're like, "What is that? Where?" Because because people can do it from anywhere in the world. They don't have to be in the same room, as you know. Um, but let me ask you this: What what I uh, one of the things that is really unique about you too that makes you continue to make you special is. I, and I think it's really cool, and I think it might be one of your favorite things, is you are able to access uh, health and give advice on what you sh- you should do. And years back when my mom was alive, she passed away last March, uh, you had uh, checked out my mom and and you said she needs this, this, and this, and, and you even did that with me. And uh, I appreciate that. You uh, found some things to where it's just like, hey, you know what? Look into this and look into that more, you know, just vitamin even, even kind of things. And and it was great. And we both felt much better. And you had noticed she had fogginess in the brain. And, you know, you just you saw things and, and said, this is what you need to go do. And that was amazing. Yeah, and that's that's how it works. You know, a lot of times folks that are doing the healing energy work, you know, they you know, they're they're doing the um you know, the thing where they're just sending energy in hoping for the best. And what I'm trying to do is beyond just looking and trying to help, I I realize that there are multiple facets to this. And one of those facets is understanding how your body works. And when you understand how it works, then you have maybe a better idea on what you can do to improve where you are. Let's say you're not doing so well. So how do you make it better? Well, I, you know, I can take a look and when I see what's going on and I can say, well, you should be doing this or that. Why don't you take some notes look these things up and see what you think about this. Mm. You know, a lot of times folks are like, well, you know, you're telling me I need to do this. No, no, I'm not really telling you you need to do this, even though you might really need to. (laughs) I'm suggesting. Yeah, it's a suggestion because I think knowledge is power. 
And yes. if you have the knowledge, there comes a point in time where you're either just following direction like you've always done, or now you want to take some control over the situation and you get some knowledge and you figure it out based upon you know what I've told you. You start asking more questions here and there. You do your research and you come up with okay, well, these things are really good, and look what I found over there. There's another thing that Jerry didn't mention. I bet that's pretty good, too. I'll ask him. And yeah, sure, it's a good thing to do that, too. So, you know, giving a person the ability to acquire greater knowledge about how their body works, that makes a huge difference because at some point they maybe in the future they 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 might need me again, but I'm hoping that with the information I've given them and the work that I've done, that they won't need me anymore. They can now take control and do the things that they've now learned will work really well for them. And if they do need me again, I'm here. So far, I'm here. And that's, that's right. That's maybe right. So- it'll be years from now instead of weeks or months from now. I, I got you. So, so if I contact you to get a healing or a, hey, check me out. I'm not feeling all that great. Can you help me out here? I'm not sure what it is. Or even the doctor tells me I have this. Uh, you look into that, do some work, but you can also teach them how to take care of themselves too outside of what they eat and stuff. Oh, sure. Is, is that right too? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there there are a lot of misconceptions that are provided to people by conventional wisdom, let's call it, about how they can do things to make their lives better. A good example of this is vitamin D3, just to pull something out of the hat. I've been using 20,000 units of vitamin D3 for years. And yet I talk to folks, and they're, they're very timidly using 5,000 because, well, you know, I was using 2,000 uh, units of D3, and doctor said maybe I could use a little more, so I'm using 5,000. Well, I'm using 20,000. And the difference in how that works in your body from just a, a couple thousand units up to the 20,000 is just remarkable. And what it does for you is absolutely over the moon. Having the knowledge that this is something that's going to work well for you is great, but you need to know why it's going to work well for you. So what I do is I research that as well. And then I present that information to my clients. So, you know, by the time the dust settles, metaphorically speaking, they walk away with a package of knowledge that now they possess. You know, they read the book. I told them, this is a good book. Again, metaphorically speaking, read the book. Now they've read the book. They've got the knowledge. Imagine how far that can go when they have a loved one uh, or a friend. I guess that still counts as a loved one. um, That has something going on, and they don't know what to do about it. Now this person can go, here, um, in a manner of speaking, here's the information. Read this book. It's not really a book, Connie. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get I get it. Yeah. 
that's uh, you know my goal is to try to help people, and then when they get helped, now they can help others, and they don't need me. Mm. You know, and if they really do need me, then of course I'm here. But gosh, you know, wouldn't it be so great if people had enough knowledge to know how to do something really proactive for themselves? And so that's how I posture what I do. Of course, I do the energy work. You know, um, my goal in that is to manifest things that are broken and bring them back to fullness. But, you know, like Kathy, she she dropped this heavy mug, a coffee mug, on her big toe, on her on her foot. <laughs> broke broke the toe. Ouch. That's a oh big mug. God, yes. <laughs> that was that it was. It was heavy and it had hurt like you wouldn't believe. Hmm. I scooped her up in my arms, took her to the couch, I took a look inside. Yep, it's broken right there. I said, this is going to hurt. So I focused in. I just brought the bone right back to normal. Um, same thing happened with Regina Meredith just before we were doing a show on Gaia. Um, she had burned up her hand with a curling iron. And, it, I mean, it was it was bad. And I worked on it, and I, just like I told Kathy, I, I told Regina, this is going to hurt really bad because <laughs> I have to really severely re-manifest this tissue in a big hurry, and your nerve endings are already overstimulated. But it's going to hurt, but it's only going to hurt for like 10 minutes. So she was aware, just like Kathy was aware, and I brought it all back. And by the end of the... Um, Taping that episode for Gaia, you know, she'd had her hand in ice water trying to, because it hurt. And by the time we got uh, to the end of the episode, her hand didn't hurt anymore. And I told her it's going to be all healed up within a few days. Don't worry about it. And sure enough, you know, it was healed up in a few days. It healed up very quickly. So, kind of like Kathy, when I fixed her toe, well, you know, she stood up walked around and she goes that's that's just that's just crazy how do you do that i said i don't know i close my eyes i look at it and i fix it <laughs> the, the the mr fix it man is jerry wills that we're talking to jerrywills.com is where you can find him you can check out those private sessions that's that's what he's talking about uh, how he helps people and by the way, I've seen a lot of pricing out there. You know, you got to make a living, but I, I don't see one as cheap as yours. I think that's amazing. That's a gift already for us. JerryWills.com. Connie Willis here, spreading the gift of knowledge with healing and also truth later with Robert Treat. Stay with us. Merry Christmas, Connie Claus. Happy Hanukkah. More to come on Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> 